It's Against All Odds presented by FanDuel. You know, the playoff action is heating up, and with FanDuel, you can bet on everything from the NBA Finals MVP to who's going to lift the Stanley Cup. Right now, check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. You filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the pulse and get paid instantly when you win. So download the app today. And bet with Fandle, America's number one sports book. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 or older, 18 or older in D.C., and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Meatballs producing this mess of a show. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Bry, Darren, the parlor kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Well, listen, I have a TV show to promote. I want to get big time on everyone. We still do this podcast. I still love it. You're still going to hear us. You're going to have to suffer through this twice a week. And uh, we're going to, you know, we're going to have the college matchups coming up. We have Sharp Tank, the Thursday night football game. Uh, we'll laugh a little about Scherzer being out for the regular season. Mets won that trade, right? <laughs> they win? They win that trade? Can they we did. hang a banner, Polly Kid? I think we can hang a banner. That's pretty Small good. Small little victories. Little victories. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes exactly. But uh, <laughs> as I mentioned, Cousin Sal's winning weekend every Friday morning on FanDuel TV, 10 a.m. This week, we're going to have Mike Lombardi on. He wrote another book. He pumps out a book like every four or five days. So he wants to come on and promote it. We're going to have Eagles, Vikings, post-game thoughts. And the Parlay Kid, you will be joining us. Your network TV debut. Wow. Very exciting, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I do have a face for uh, radio, um, but um, <laughs> this isn't uh, even what radio. Would Harry's face be? Yeah. If I have a face for radio, listen, what would Harry's face be? Listen, Ooh, I, 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 listen, I don't know. Sal, just make sure Darren wears a nice shirt like I did. Okay, just make sure. <laughs> well, I made maybe too big a deal out of that, Harry, because I think I'd rather you have gone shirtless and gone twelve and six than go six and twelve like you did. I mean, I didn't do a lot. I do that I was, in a heartbeat. I, you know that. I was not. I don't know. I don't know if you have it in you. Yeah, no. All right, maybe you would. <laughs> I went nine and nine. Parley kid, can you beat six and 12? That's all we need you to do to beat six Look, and 12. I, I, yeah. Normally I'd be all over Harry for that six and 12, right? But yeah. one, he has been very good at picking NFL over the last couple of years. Okay. So I can't really get on him Two, that first week was, it's ridiculous. Uh, you can't really, it's so hard yeah. to, to do it, especially NFL and NCAA football seem to just oh, be man. very topsy turvy already. And mm -hmm. I'm so I'm not really predicting myself to be much better. So I'm not going to get cocky oh and say, God. yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to destroy <laughs> that because I'm not sure if I can have a. I don't know if I have a correct feel right now. What the hell? For anything. Bri? I got to do a <laughs> TV show. The quarterback play is so bad right now, right? So we don't know what. Who's showing up to have? A, who's going to have a good game? We have oh, no clue. Darren, went, right. Darren but, went ten and six week one, didn't he? I know, no. of course, you went ten and six. What are you talking? You should be like, that I went ten means, and six, and I'm going to go thirteen problem, and three right? next like, week. I think that's what you got to do. You got to be. When Joe Burrow goes for eighty-two yards, what are you supposed to do? I see. You, right. So I'm not giving myself an out here. I expect excellence for myself. Yes. 10 so and six. That's why we're I, having I you on. Excellence. I, I saw I, 10 and six would not even be excellence. I we're talking okay. about with six. What, how many uh, picks 12. we have here? Uh, 18. Well, I, we're going to have 18. Yes, 20. We're 20. Is it 20? I think we have, we don't have props we get for the college games. We don't have props yeah. for the college games. So 18, okay. 18 games. So Sorry, 18, 18. Uh, look, anything less than, um, 
12 oh, and boy. 6 would be excellent. All right, good. So, All right. So, what a turn this talk. Goal. I don't even know. I'm going to have to go back and listen to this. I have good no luck. idea That's what to expect goal. tomorrow. 12 All and right. 6. That being said, odds are I go somewhere closer to 6 and 12. <laughs> Terrific. All right. Listen, <laughs> let's start with this Thursday game, right? Which um, we won't be picking on Cousin Sal's winning weekend because it doesn't make sense. Because the game will have already been played. We're going to have some uh, analysis afterwards, of course, as I mentioned. But I will also mention this. On FanDuel, just as we were firing up, this line went down to six and a half. I know I was promoting all day, seven, seven, seven. Philly minus six and a half at home, 49 and a half against the Vikings. We know the Eagles uh, took care of the Patriots last week. I, I just, I don't love this pick. I'm going with Minnesota plus six and a half. I'll just, I'll just say it right now. I liked it a little better at seven, of course, but I don't love this game. I mean, one of the Vikings' few missteps last year was a 24-7 loss to Philly. I believe it was week two. It was in Philadelphia. And now the Vikings are coming off a perplexing home loss to the Bucks. although Baker Mayfield apparently stole signals. So that helped. I don't know if you guys saw that. Um, they had 11 one-score wins last year. They were 11-0. Now they're 0-1. And now you have the Eagles, on the other hand, who are up big on the Patriots. New England fought back to their credit, unlike Pittsburgh, kind of same kind of thing, right? In a hole at home, couldn't get their footing, never came back against the 49ers. New England fought back and were a player or two away from upsetting Philadelphia. I don't trust Minnesota yet. I mean, how could I? But I'm going to take the points on the three days rest, primarily because I think that Philly-New England matchup was really physical, more physical than Minnesota-Tampa Bay. And even though Philly's home, I think they're going to have some trouble getting going. Uh how physical you say Nicobe Dean already on the IR Fletcher Cox ribs was limited all week. Uh, Reed Blankenship questionable. I think Bradbury's out right with the concussion Gainwell didn't practice. So, um, you know, and the Patriots were ready, able to spread it out against this, uh, that Eagles team. They had six pass catchers over 30 yards. You know, I'm going to go 26, 23 final. I'll take that touchdown and hope the Vikes end up on the right side of this score. Cause I still have them to win the division parlay kid uh, plus seven. You, you got plus six and a half as well. Yeah. Sal, um, like you're saying, I think it seems to be the, the Eagles seem to be banged up. I think the, the, the there was a very physical game against the Patriots the other day, and that could take a toll in a short week. Um, look, I'm not certainly saying that the Vikings are going to win this game, but I think the Vikings, I think that's got to be an angry locker room this week. I really do. I, I think that locker room has to be, uh, very upset with their performance. I think we see a, a, a very game, a Vikings team here in this game. Uh, and the Eagles, like you said, this is maybe too banged up after one week already. Is this look, there's no must win in week two. But if there if there is, it certainly in the uh, favors the Vikings here. I don't think Philly uh, is in desperate need for a win a week two win on a short week. Um, they might be protective of some of their players. I think we see a really uh, really impressive performance from the Vikes this week. I think we're going to see a little bit more of their ground game with Madison. I think they're going to try to establish that a little bit more. And then uh, you know, obviously Jefferson is hard to contain and. Addison showed us something in week one as a rookie. You don't see that too often from a rookie receiver, but boy, if he can really be a legit number two, the offense becomes pretty scary. Uh, Hawkinson is, you know, solid tight end. Uh, so they do have some weapons there. Do I believe in cousins? I really don't. He doesn't give you anything to believe in, in big moments, but I think he can keep this game close. Sal, mm -hmm. I'll take uh, the, the Vikings and the points. Yeah, he's weird cousins because he did actually come up big and big mo, right? To win all those one score games, he had to be around in the fourth quarter and do well. I mean, that Bills game was just insane last year if we go back. But yeah, like I was mentioning, like you said, Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, you know, Kendrick Bourne went for two touchdowns last week. I think they're going to have a little trouble um, containing a little bit, and especially within with no uh, Bradbury in there. Harry, you disagree. Well, I know you disagreed when it was, um, uh, uh, well, now you're getting a little bit of a break with the half point move. So you like Philadelphia. Yeah, I do. I don't love this game, but look, Philly looked like they were going to blow uh, uh, Belichick out of the building last week when they were up 16, nothing right off the bat against new England. But um, they didn't look great after that. They really didn't, but they still won, still covered. And I'm sure Jalen hurts guys. Uh, can't wait to get out there and play much better versus a soft Minnesota defense last week versus Tampa. 
The Minnesota defense only hit Baker Mayfield two times all game. Philly's D-line wasn't great, Sal, versus New England getting to Jones. I think it's going to be better against the Vikings. I'm looking for Hurts to scramble more, create opportunities with his legs more than his arm here. And I think this might be like a deja vu type of game. Give me Minnesota. Like just, uh, excuse me. You know what's great, Brian? Last year they won twenty-four-seven. That's it, Brian. You know what's great because Harry, Shoot. I'm going to promote. I'm going to promote Shoot. the cartoon now because at AO Harry, you could look at it. He uh, puts out a weekly cartoon where he gives the third uh, the Thursday night pick, and it's very funny. And uh, he usually ends up falling on his back, and stuff falls on him. So it's it's good. It's a nice laugh, but. Bry, how long, we won't count this time as that the first time, but how long before he contradicts his cartoon pick on this oh, uh, podcast? That's a, good, that's a good question. You know, it's funny that you say that because yeah. this was kind of like, I almost, this almost happened last year around this time with the Eagles Vikings because they played in week two last week two, year. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Harry loved the Vikings all season, but I think he also maybe liked the Eagles in that game. That I didn't sense. like I didn't like Minnesota. It, there, was, Brian, a we, it right. was a weird. It was a weird game. But makes yeah, sense. I I see that happening. Also, twenty four seven deja yeah. vu. Philly. Yeah, interesting. Adrian well, Pe- Adrian then, Peterson in that, that cartoon. He's still in uniform, huh? For the still in uniform. Still in, <laughs> yes, still yes, uniform. he is. Yeah, <laughs> and he has an Italian accent apparently. Uh, all right, uh, Brian, you like uh, you're you're cutting this up a little bit. You're going yeah, Eagles cu- first half. Yeah, I'm cutting it up because when we give our picks, I'm, I think I'm going to take the Vikings here for the game. But I do like the Eagles minus three and a half for the first half. If you remember last year, they were dominant in the first half, right? Getting out to early leads, especially at home. They did outscore opponents by 8.7 points per game in the first half. Um, And it seemed like it was going to be the same last week, again, after jumping out to a 16-0 lead. But, you know, the Pats did fight back. But when when you look at last, I mean, again, you can't go by last year at all. But last year, Philly just came out and dominated them from the start, right? It was 24-7. It was a 24-7 halftime lead for Philly in Philly. I do think there's a good chance they might get up to double digit lead in that first half, but I could, I could definitely see cousins though, like two late touchdowns in the game to get some type of backdoor cover here. So I think the Eagles jump, I think the Eagles offense, which almost had 500 yards against, you know, they struggled in week one, a little bit against the Pats now against this Vikings defense. Like I said, almost 500 yards against them last year. I think early on in that game, their offense will be really good. So I just, I, I prefer them uh, in the first half minus three and a half. All right. Uh, yeah. I, I might get this number wrong, but I think they scored first in 17 in their last 20 games or something That's like about that. Right. Yeah. Paula kid, if you and I, and who, who cares about our analysis anyway, but you and I both think Eagles are going to be a little banged up because it was a physical game against the Patriots three days ago. Does that favor the banged up team in the first half? Do we, do you think it, when, when you think about it, you like, all right, well, they're, they're, um, you know, they were physically taxed. So the second half is where we're going to see a difference. Or yeah. do you think they come out slow? No, I think, I think the uh, adrenaline will carry them through the first half, you know, okay. uh, in their first, you know, uh, home opener here. Uh, and then on, especially on a Thursday night, they'll be pumped. But I think eventually, it wears on you. Look, the Vikings played a, a, a you know Tampa Bay kind of beat them up too physically a little bit too. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that being said, uh, you know, look, I, I don't know. Maybe I just I didn't know if un- it was first half or second half when you <laughs> see like the lethargy yeah, think, uh, set in. But, yeah, I yeah. think you're gonna. I would I would say second half because you're gonna you're going okay. to come out pumped up no matter what. Second half you would see the decline mm-hmm. of the team if it's got some fatigue and some injuries uh, along the way. All right, let's go to the props. A uh, guy who didn't show up for the first or second half last week, Dallas Goddard. His over-under is 46 and a half receiving yards right there, minus 114. He got a big zero against the Patriots and kept me in it fantasy-wise against our friend Frank and Joe now, who's uh, 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 miserable coming on uh, get, as a partner to Frank on this team. But uh, <laughs> anyway, they beat me. I started Kelsey like an idiot. I didn't have backup, and there's no... Uh, drop before week one. He also got a zero with Goddard, but I think that's the outlier. I really do. Goddard's been as consistent as they come uh, for tight end position, especially under the lights over, over 45 and seven of his last nine primetime games. And he averaged 69 over that stretch. Also great at home when this team is favored five or more receptions uh, in four straight 
when it's in Philly and their favorite. And he had 82 yards versus Minnesota in that game that Brian was talking about where the offense just went crazy last year. I think he keeps it going. I'm going to go over 46 and a half receiving yards for Dallas Goddard. Harry, uh, what you got here? I got uh, Alexander Madison under 49 and a half rushing yards out at minus 114. The Vikings running game last week was non-existent. Uh, Madison couldn't get through Tampa Bay's front five. Average just three yards a carry, had 34 yards. And Philly's defense against the run last week, they held Zeke to 29. And Stevenson had just 25 yards on 12 carries. That's 2.1 yards per carry. Uh, Vikings fall behind here, I think, by double digits. Uh, and the running game gets scrapped. And uh, at Madison goes under 49 and a half. I saw something. Now this makes sense when he was splitting carries with cook and everything, but 20 straight games at 12 carries or fewer for Madison. So, yeah, you, uh, you know, yeah. Sal, I was looking, I wasn't even because he, yeah, you're right. And, and he doesn't get, you know, with, with cook back there, obviously he didn't get a ton right. of time in terms of on the carries, but just saying last 23 games, he's had one game where he's gone over uh, 49 yards. Yeah. Right. I mean, it just doesn't get the workload even, even without cook. So that's going to be interesting right. to watch, even though I'm taking this team. All right. Yeah. Brother Bry. I had Hertz anytime touchdown. I think I gave that out on uh, the Ringer Wise guys Sunday morning. It was like a plus one forty five. I was like, oh, you're never going to see the pluses. You're not going to see the plus too many times, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was ranting and raving about it, and of course he didn't score a touchdown. But the yeah. plus is gone, as predicted. The pro- which, plus is gone in front of that, which yeah. kind of makes me like it even more this week, mm. right? A minus is minus one fifteen, uh, which I think that's. I still think that's really low. I mean, I. Maybe we're just not used to FanDuel's odds, but I feel like last year that would have been like minus 160 for a touchdown from Hertz. Uh, but yeah, the fact that he didn't run for one last week was great. Uh, he had 18 rushing touchdowns last year in 18 games. He scored, you know, he ran for one in tw- 12 of those 18 games. Last season against the Vikings, again, he had a monster game. He had like 400 yards total offense, but two rushing touchdowns. Uh, this, you know, Sal, this could be one of those bets, though. I could see myself just constantly doing it every week and doubling up when he does, when he doesn't do it, doubling up on him. Cause it's, he's going to have, you know, he's still going to get his, as long as he's healthy, he's still going to score every other game. I feel like. What were his over, what was his rushing touchdown? over? It was high though. It was still like 10. Yeah. It was still 10. 10 I think you went under, but. Yeah. Of course. Of course it did. (laughs) All right. By the way, I already, already cashed. Hate to say it. You know, thank you, J.K. Dobbins. Oh, right? man. It's a, it's mm-hmm. One, the one running, running back, back in. Running back. Yeah, that's very sad. Just, but, you know, it's there for the taking. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I, um, you know, I didn't I didn't ask the book to not pay me because right. it was an injury. Was <laughs> interest. I'm right. trying to think how that You're works that out. Money back? So stupid. It's the dumbest thing in the world that all these yeah. people. And I know we covered it yesterday, crying for the Aaron Rodgers money back because the flip side is like, what if you have Mahomes? What if you have Rodgers for MVP and Mahomes gets hurt? Like three guys get hurt. You're going to yeah. cash the Rodgers. Will you take less money because right. a quarter right. of the league got hurt? Like, yeah, yeah. Of course. come on. That, this is common sense. I mean, uh, look, yeah. look yeah. I mean, I know in the past we've, you know, they've given money back for like if something crazy late in the game happens or something fishy or weird, you know, some mm-hmm. like late score. I mean, even that I hate uh, giving the money, but at least that, I mean, I could see just doing it as like a courtesy thing, but like the, the injury you stuff assume just the risk doesn't make and, sense. Yeah, you know, no, not that does, I care, but the, but the so but the sports books end up they probably get mad at each other if one does it and the other doesn't. But right, honestly, not, no one three, should do it. Yeah. The three the three bookies we had in Oswego would laugh Uh-oh. in our face if we even thought you know to even question that even, that we shouldn't. We couldn't you know? collect on winners, Harry. I would write Minnesota, which is a a, a good deal number uh, more letters than day. the word than the word Miami. I would write Minnesota on a post-it, and um, they're like, "You went nuts on us." You had Miami, and it wasn't like you had camera phones back then or anything. You could right. um, anyway. It's a long in our bookies' story. living room. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, not <laughs> fun. Anyway, I know. Should have torn it apart. All right, uh, Parley Kid. Uh, oh, this is a season. Fandle has all the stuff. So more passing yards, Cousins, um, than Hurts. I like this. Yeah, we're paying a little bit here for Cousins to go, uh, you know, minus 140 to have more passing yards than Hurts. But this makes sense, right? I think game to game, Cousins is probably going to throw for more than, than Hurts because the Eagles certainly have a more balanced rushing attack, especially with Hurts running the ball. 
And we could also see here the Vikes falling behind, right, and have to try to play catch up. Eagles go into a little bit of a conservative mode. Cousins throwing the ball uh, a lot more times. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Cousins uh, last year threw for 45, almost 4,600 yards. Sal uh, hurts uh, about, uh, you know, eight, 900 yards less. So just using basic math here uh, and just uh, knowing that the Vikes are, are more of a passing team than the Eagles, uh, and they'll probably play from behind in this game at some point, I'll take uh, Cousins' most passing yards, minus 140. All right. Now, what if they're blowing out the Eagles and they take them out in the fourth quarter? You're going to want your money back. Oh, no. your money well, then back? I hit my then I hit my plus seven and I walk away. Okay. No all right. All right. I mean, could you could, could ask for your money back? You're allowed to ask now. Can you imagine? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. By the way, it's only between only between two uh, these two, right? It's not like a third one. They should have a field option just in case. That's it. Just in case yeah. a third field. one gets involved. Yeah, that's well, true. Well, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you do have guys like did uh. Did Zach Wilson have the most pet? No, he probably he didn't have more than uh, no than Josh Allen. But there is a situation where it could happen. Yeah. Hmm. All right, let's do this. Uh, we were not successful yesterday, of, or sorry, on what was it? Last Thursday with this, right? We were not successful last year with this at all. Harry dug us out a little bit, but this first de- touchdown scorer, which we were the best in the world two years ago, we're going to try to get our mojo back. Uh, the odds the, at the top hurts plus five fifty to score the first touchdown. Madison seven to one. AJ Brown eight to one is third. I'm going to take AJ Brown. Just an okay game for him last week against the Patriots. Seven for seventy nine. I think these odds are about right at eight to one. He scored first last year twice, so that puts you right there versus the Saints and versus Pittsburgh. I know they have a few options to go through the air, but I think going with the top wide receiver and getting eight to one is a good number, but God, as I was looking at it, Bri, they, they have more viable first touchdown targets oh, than anyone, uh, even if you don't count hurts himself as a target. Right. I mean, there's yeah. probably seven or eight guys. Uh, yeah. like you wouldn't, you wouldn't shrug, uh, you know, if they scored, right. Yep, who you go, sure. you're going with Smith who also had a couple last year, right? Yeah. I'm looking at Devonta Smith. Yeah. He had a few last year too. And I tend to one uh, really underrated year last year, you know, and he's mm-hmm. a guy that keeps getting better and better. I mean, we expected a lot from him, but he's, you know, last year he showed his potential, you know, he had seven, seven catches and a touchdown last week in a really tough matchup last season against the Vikings had seven catches for 80 yards. He's getting targeted a lot right now from the Eagles. So um, I'm a little worried, you know, I'm, I'm kind of giving your picks away here, but uh, we're all all going Eagles and nobody's taking hurts. So it's a little, it's a, yeah, it's a, right. it's a little mm. worry. It's a little mm. worrisome, but I still just prefer right. the 10, the twice as good of the odds for Smith right. versus hurts. So that's really well, sure. Plus you have them scoring it. already hurts. So you just, you're kind of yeah. like yeah, threading the needle a little gravy, bit that it's gravy, not the yeah. first touchdown. Yeah. 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 Sure. And he, and he's going to get pushed in by all the guys that we're picking <laughs> to score the first touchdown. <laughs> all right. You know, I like Goddard uh, for, uh, to go over his receiving yard. You like him to score first. Yeah. I, you know, I like to go with tight ends uh, in mm-hmm. these type of things. It didn't uh, two years ago. It seemed to work out for me last year. Couldn't hit, couldn't hit a thing on this first touchdown. But offensive coordinator Brian Johnson has made it a point to say that uh, Goddard is a, a player. They, they have to get involved in the offense early on Thursday night. Uh, so I'm expecting them to get him involved early. And maybe that involves him scoring a touchdown early. Uh, obviously, just off the stat sheet, uh, wow! Talk about. Uh, I mean, what 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 did our buddy do? Frank do? He, he kept him. He give up a fourth round pick to uh, keep Goddard <laughs> this year in the fantasy draft. Whoa! Well, well, what can I say? That, yeah. That did, well, what? Right, exactly. I get it. But, <laughs> it's one and out. Hey, look, Goddard's going to get right. involved in this game, Sal. I can. This is the, you know my. I always believe in uh, with receivers and tight ends, good ones mm-hmm. that down week one week. Go with their overs in the next week. And that's why I also like Goddard to get on the board here. They'll find they're going to look to get him involved. So take Goddard 12 to 1 first touchdown. There you go. Harry, you also have a 12 to 1. You were changing it. You had Gainwell, and then you said he's not tra- he's probably not playing, right? Mm-hmm. At this point. I think he's not playing. Is he not yeah, playing? And, not- and in fairness, Sal, to us last year, for whatever it was, those Mondays and Thursday games when we went over them, 
lot of guys, a lot of no-name guys scored. Oh, it was time. terrible, man. It so was so the second tight ends, the so second bad. tight ends. Well, that's what I mean with this Eagles. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. There's very well, few offensive weapons that if they scored, I'd be surprised because they all have done it like in the last year or two, right? Yeah, I'm going to take Rashad Penny at 12 to 1. I mean, mm-hmm. I do have a feeling about him a little bit. I mentioned that, uh, you know, Gainwell banged up, probably won't play. Uh, when healthy, Penny's always looks, always looks good. Um, I just think, you know, this running back uh, by committee thing that the Eagles have, maybe Sirianni changes it up a little bit uh, and puts Penny in here and gives him a chance to get to the corner and get the touchdown first. Yeah, you just, if you're, you get nervous if you're four yards or closer, right? Because then that's all three yards is probably all uh, I mean, Hertz it's a, territory. It, yeah, right. You look and it's Smith, Goddard, Brown, Hurts. I think all had multiple games where the first touchdown prop hit. But um, I was looking at the last two Eagles games, week one last week, of course, and the Super Bowl. First touchdown was scored by the Eagles defense, yeah. 23 to one. So mm-hmm. almost almost worth it at 23 to one. Just too yeah, many viable options with this yeah, team. Well, yeah, go ahead. So if I could just interject, so uh, Mikey Meatballs can get this correct. Just looking at updated odds, looks like you can get A.G. Brown at plus 850 now, first touchdown. Whoa, and Goddard, all right. Goddard, 14 to 1. So let's get that on record right now as we're giving oh, these picks good. out. Oh, nice. Goddard's 14 to 1. Brown's plus 850. Bro, you said uh, Smith was 10 to 1? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it looks like they changed a little bit. All right. Good. Yeah. We'll take it. So, and it's going to hurt even more when Jalen Hurts takes it in. <laughs> for Dick or DeAndre He's Smith. plus 550 now. I think he even, even he changed a little bit. That's what it was. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. And then uh, we got some college action to look forward to. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. All right, not great college games, I'm going to admit, this week, right? Maybe that's better. Maybe that's better for me. I'll just lay low a little bit. But we are going to go over three of them. Well, next week, Brian, we got some really good ones, right? It's Ohio State, Notre Dame, right? Yep. Does yep. Colorado play Oregon next week? Yeah. Uh, I think so. Oh, yeah. No, no. They do. Or there's somebody else. No, well, no, no. No. No, Oregon. Uh, oh, oh, USC first, right? Is it no, USC? Oregon. It's, no, no. it's one Oregon of those first. Two. first. Yeah, it's I should probably know that because I'm dropping off. Oregon, my kid then USC. Week. Yeah. That's right. Okay. And there's a couple, uh, there's a couple more, but let's start. There is an SEC, a decent game. LSU nine and a half point favorite on the road. 54 and a half. the over under at Mississippi state. Harry, do you know where this game is played? Starkville. Well, what the name of the venue? I thought you might know this. Uh, Give me the first letter. D. No. Davis Wade Stadium. No, I don't know. know I just figured it out. Okay. I don't know why no. I uh, even didn't wasted it. Start with the Q. You, you would have known it. You got me on that one. <laughs> Q. Right. Uh, nine and a half. You know, LSU, uh, we remember the game a couple weeks ago against Florida State. It was a close game at half. Then they ended up getting smoked. They bounced back, I guess, against Grambling <laughs> last week, 72-10. Mississippi State, 2-0. Wins over Southeast Louisiana. And last week, an overtime win versus Arizona. Um now, Will Rogers and the Bulldogs were lucky to win that game, really. He had uh, well, the team had 100 fewer yards on offense. Arizona, not even supposed to be tough. The public's on the Tigers, 65% have bet LSU in this game. Uh, I'm looking, Jaden Daniels beat this team, albeit at home last season, 31 16. He had 93 rushing yards and uh, a touchdown on the ground and a couple through the air. LSU, four and one against the spread in the last five against Mississippi state and they've won 17 out of the last 20 straight up. I think this is a big game for them. And I think their front seven should be able to pressure Rogers. It'll be the last Roger standing who knows after this week, but uh, could be close for a while. But then I think Jaden Daniels and the Tigers pull away versus uh, the 86th ranked pass defense. They haven't even played anyone either. 
3820 right. final parlay, kid. You see it around the same? Yeah, you stole, you stole some of my stats there, Sal. And, you know, I'm on LSU uh, to start mm-hmm. the season. I'm not going to give up on them just yet. Uh, so, uh, you know, we, you gave out some of those LSU stats of how they've been against uh, Mississippi State. Mississippi State is also one in four in their last five against SEC teams. I'm not sure if you gave that one out. Uh, and so, yeah, look, this is, uh, I'm not going to say uh, this is a step up for Mississippi State. I mean, LSU beat Grambling so far, so uh, we don't really know where they're at. But this is a pretty decent test uh, in this game for LSU. We can see maybe if they can find some of their mojo and get it back here in this game. We know Mississippi State has a pretty solid quarterback here, uh, and they like to throw the ball. But I think you're going to see LSU put a lot of pressure. I think their D-line uh, will beat up on this. Mississippi State line for some turnovers and they'll be able to do to those turnovers. We'll be able to pull away in this game. And I don't know if it's going to be late, Sal. I think, uh, you know, by third quarter, we're going to see this game a semi lopsided affair. Uh, and uh, we'll just try to st- stave off a backdoor cover uh, by Mississippi State. But I, I think LSU takes care of business. Daniels has a solid game. They, they go two and one and give us a little hope. Uh, I do too. Yeah. Get back on track there. Uh, Yeah. Dude, coach Kelly. Um, All right. Also in the sec, Tennessee at Florida, Tennessee, six and a half point favorite 58 and a half is the over under. Brian, I was looking at the history between these two. I I feel like Tennessee in my mind, they even things up in the last six years, not even things up. You'll never be able to even think I like the Peyton Manning years. They couldn't even beat uh, Florida, but still two and 16 since 2005, Tennessee and and only one by five last year. Um, You know, they were far superior. I thought than Florida Uh, and the Vols did not look great last week. A certain prank specialist who were friendly with laid the 42 with the Vols and they only put up 30. So not good. Austin P bunch of gamers. Apparently Um, this line went from seven and a half to six and a half. So if you like Florida, you're losing some value already. I probably didn't think before the season that they'd pull off this upset, but I, I kind of think they can the gap between the two squads, you know, based on what we've seen the first couple of weeks is, is close. And it particularly looked like watching Tennessee's games that they're susceptible to the short pass, even against Austin P and that's kind of what Florida does best, right? You, you have Graham Mertz throwing a speedsters, Ricky Pearsall and Eugene Wilson could pick them apart for a while. So I like the Gators in an upset 30 to 26, Brian, you're with me, at least on yeah. the uh, six and a half points, right? It's, a, it's not a bad idea to take the upset there. Um, it's a pretty good thing with the odds. And it's funny. I wanted to take Tennessee originally, and then I was thinking about it. You're right, Sal. They have they have had their number, right? They have absolutely dominated. And last year, in a year, Tennessee had a great season. You know, they barely won that game at home. It was 38-33. So Florida even covered there. So I think, yeah, six and a half is too high, and I – it's weird backing Graham Mertz because I don't really love that guy. Uh, but look, Billy Napier needs to start getting some big wins on his resume for Florida before before he's out there, right? I mean, before you know it, there, there'll be rumors. I mean, there probably already are that he should be out. Um, but, you know, I, I keep thinking it is going to be closer than six and a half. I wouldn't say Tennessee was not super impressive either. And I mean, Florida hasn't been impressive yet really either, but Tennessee really... You know, again, they haven't been impressive either. So the fact that they're going on the road to Florida, I think this is a close game. And like you said, Sal, there's a good chance this I would not be shocked at all to see an upset. No. Yeah. No. Why not? I mean, it's snake bitten anyway, whenever they play Florida, yeah. two and 16. My goodness. Uh, Brian, which SEC matchup would you want to see in person out of all of them? That's a bucket list thing for me. Oh, but if you can only pick one matchup and where, where would you want it to be? Hmm. Uh, that's a good question. Alabama at LSU. That's a nice one. I'm just Harry, trying to think like you? the state. I feel like LSU is probably the stadium to go to, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's just good. to see the the side, the numbers on every five yeah. yards would be pretty <laughs> spectacular instead I, of I every still 10. Say maybe, maybe Sal, Georgia at uh, Alabama and Tuscaloosa. Yeah. 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 That's it. I mean, yeah. I agree but with those that. Those would one, be the Harry. two. That's what I would like. say. I'll do Absolutely. that too. I'll do that too. That's boring. I would love it. I, I want Clay Travis to set it up, but then he doesn't join us. And then that would be ideal. I don't know yeah. what happens with all the schedules with Texas and oh, yeah. Oklahoma yeah. going yeah. with Texas and Oklahoma going in, but Georgia probably right. should be. I wonder if they're going to be at Alabama next year. 
Because I put on the bucket uh, list, Sal. Let's right, get let's this get on the going. list. We got to go. We got to go to one of these games. Compiling the list. Yeah, we really need to put a list. We really need the list. Georgia and Norman, Oklahoma sounds good too. Georgia and Norman, Oklahoma. Yeah, I don't know. Harry's already, fan, yeah, Harry's already done some of these, but you know, he's done the Ohio State. No, that's true. I've done, done, done the Mich- SEC stuff. Yeah, really. well, that's fine. You've done yeah. some others. So. Bruce well, Springsteen. You know, 25 I know. Bruce times. doesn't play in South Carolina for some reason. It's very weird. <laughs> uh, all right. Colorado, 22 and a half, 22 and a half, 60 and a half versus Colorado State, the Rocky Mountain Showdown. They haven't played this game. In huh. like four years, Harry. It's like mm. when COVID, they after like when COVID came, they're like, all right, let's just stop for a few years. Um, but still a big rivalry. Um, Colorado kicks the crap out of this team. Uh, but I'm still taking the points. I know this is probably a spite bet, and I'm just gonna keep getting kicked in the face by Dion and his entire family. Uh, they already <laughs> beat me up at a nice money line parlay week zero, week one. I guess it was week one with TCU. They fought and fought and fought and pulled that out. And then a suspicious line, which everyone and their mother took Colorado over Nebraska, which was a close game at half. And then the offense turned on the afterburner. Shador Sanders, almost 400 yards this week. It's 22 and a half at home. Big noon kickoff is heading to Colorado. I know Harry gets very excited about this. He doesn't even look at the spread once he finds out Lee Corso's travel plans, but it is 22 and a half. Uh, Colorado won three of the last four in this series by 21 or more. And they're much better than they were. And they and Colorado State already has a 26-point loss to Washington State. Is this the fishiest line you've seen in a while? Like, this should maybe be 30, right? Very suspicious. A rat line, as our friend John Jastrzemski would call it. But uh, Harry Phony line meets game day presence. Two great forces butting heads. I'm not sure how you pick this one. What do you like? I, I know. And you guys know, like, I, I don't like laying points, obviously. And I definitely don't like laying more than uh, obviously, uh, more well, you didn't have to pick zones. this game. Well, you had an option of the three games. Know, and you jumped, but, you but jumped I, in but, first. <laughs> but you mentioned Sal. Uh, the the Rams lost by twenty six to Washington State. They gave up fifty points, and they're gonna and Colorado. The Rams are going with a freshman quarterback this week, and I'm starting. I'm starting to believe in Deanna a little bit, and I think this is a situation where you mentioned Oregon, USC coming up. If he can hang sixty on. In-state rival Colorado State here, or 70, I think he's going to do it. He's not holding back on anything. His son, uh, Shador Sanders, 900 yards through two games, zero picks. Um, Mm -hmm. Passing attack has been fantastic. They have wide receivers, Weaver, Hunter, and Horn, through two games. They've combined 49 receptions already. Um, The offense is ridiculous, and that was uh, it was against a good Nebraska front seven, I thought, in secondary at least, definitely for the first half. But as of right now, right, Mm -hmm. I mean, as of right now, just this this offense is too explosive, and with those other two games coming up, you know, I'm not listen. Maybe he gets kicked in the teeth next week against Oregon and Bo Nix. Colorado Mm -hmm. does. Maybe they can't play defense against the the Ducks, but this week against the Rams, they may score sixty five. It's tough because it is an in-state rivalry, right? So you don't usually look past those. But as you said, Harry, two big giant games coming up. So, uh, I, you know, I think if they win 42-24, yeah. they're still happy. And uh, that's why I'm taking the points. Also, I looked, I saw highlights that that first quarterback, that Clay Millen, who's now injured a little bit, they think he's questionable, but I think they go with the Braden Fowler, Nicolosi guy who um, was actually better. Um you know, he was better when he came in against Washington State. He threw a couple of touchdowns. He's better than that Georgia Tech transfer who started from Nebraska. Everyone's better than that guy. Jeff Sims. Sims. My God. Yeah, that was uh, that was bad. I know no one but me is betting the Rams, but uh, still a rivalry. I think they keep it closer than still lose by close to 20, but not 22 and a half. So 42-24. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. Oh, you guys got picks for me for the weekend. You each going to give a pick. I'm going to jump on one. And then I'm, uh, I'm going to laugh at the other two. No, that's not how it usually works. We'll be right back. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. 
right, Sharp Tank, the Parlor Kid, Brother Bry, Harry, you're each going to give me a pick. If I like all three of them, I can only go with one. If I don't like any of them, I have to go with one. Have to buy one. So put your best foot forward. Harry, let's start with you. What's your Sharp okay. Tank? I'm going to go uh, NFL, Sal. I'm going to take the New York Giants, my old team, minus mm-hmm. five and a half at Arizona. First, I'll be at the game. Oh, you're going. Uh, nice. Wow. The game. Yep, I'll be there. And the Giants did look, listen, they looked pathetic against Dallas. We know this. But still, they can't be that bad. They just can't be. How about you just get the ball to Barkley, let him do what he does against the Arizona defense. Doesn't have to be that difficult. And then Daniel Jones plays much better. Don't have any faith whatsoever in Josh Dobbs getting anything done. He was sacked three times last week. And, and nobody had more than 33 yards receiving for that Cardinals team last uh, last week against Washington. Seven other 16 points was a fortunate defensive touchdown. Other than that, Dobbs could only muster three field goals. Giants play much better than they did. Uh, they have to against that when they did against Dallas. I think they roll in this one big. I think this one they win this one going away by 17 points or more. Let me just read a, a stat here. Since 2005, when two winless teams play, the underdog is 67, 37, and four. So that would be a, mm. a trend that favors uh, Arizona. And we were at this game, guys, right? Not you, brother Brian. You were, no. This was back in 1995. No. Brian was born. No, <laughs> 93. 93? No. Yeah. 93. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I was out of college and I had just, uh, I was working. Okay. So this, uh, yeah, Bri was uh, very, very young, but me and Harry and Darren, we went, uh, somehow we broke away First from our families. First time we went out west, uh, well, we stayed yeah. with the Kimmel family and- uh, uh, On Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> no on less. Christmas, no the less, way, spent Christmas yeah. with them and Darren, uh, made yeah. our way over to Vegas. Right. Harry was yelling at Steve Berline, my cousin Carson cleans your pool, if you can <laughs> remember right. that. Who was the golfer that we saw, Darren? Who was the golfer on the sideline? There was a golfer? No, I can't. No clue. John Daly. Wow. Really? Remember, he was on the giant sideline, too. Really? Yeah. You sure it wasn't a mirror? Wow. You look at a 30, reflection? Oh. 30 years ago, no less, huh? This was wow. not a... Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. 30 years yeah. ago. That's 30 yeah. years ago. Holy crap. PGA ago. Championship, Tom Daly. This is uh, John Daly, right? John this Daly. is not... Um, <laughs> this was not a good game, right? This was... I'm looking at the numbers now. Oh, the, Giants were terrible, right? 17-6 final... Well, did this matter? Yeah, this wasn't the last regular season game because the last regular season game was the following week. We watched my aunt Chippy, my cousin Mickey yes, and Sally's right. room against the, the Cowboys, and that was for the division title. And I guess it wouldn't have been probably kid if the Giants had beaten Phoenix because and they were eleven know, and four. Right, so we were very we were pumped about that. Yeah, right. Um, who was? It was Burline I mean, Bur- against Sims. Sims went twenty-one for thirty, two fourteen. I'm looking Burline. 15 for 24, 198, two interceptions. And they, I, I think the, 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 the Cardinal running back have a decent game that day. Yes, Moore. Uh, was it Rondell Moore? Was that his name? No, that's the one day. Uh, Ronald Moore. Uh, Ronald Moore. Yeah. No, Rondell Moore still going. Uh, after Ronald Moore, 23 for 135, two touchdowns. Uh, yeah. Yes. There you go. Yep. Centers had four, five receptions, 84. No one cares about centers, this. But, wow, centers, that's, right. but that is an interesting thing. Like, and so we won the Super Bowl that year, right? Like the Cowboys yeah. aren't home. I guess we got like a bye, yeah. and every, this all could have been Giants if uh, they had won that game. We That's were why I think we went to the game. We knew technically it was an important game. We never yeah. thought Arizona was going to win the game. Were they, were they actually the Phoenix Cardinals then? Phoenix Cardinals, yeah. yeah they yeah. were uh, yeah. okay. five and nine before that game. I think so we got was, tickets for like 50 bucks, right? No, oh, 20 bucks. 20 oh, it had bucks. to be less. It had 20. to be less. Yeah. I guarantee, 20 bucks. I guarantee the tickets bucks. are 20 yeah. bucks this week. Harry, it's getting better. You're going for free this week, right? Right. I am going for free. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure what you know are, what, where are you sitting? Where, you're in a suite? Well, we're on the, on the field for a little while until oh. game time. Oh. Yeah. Well, nice. <laughs> I don't make know whether the are in some suite something. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully... Um, well, I don't, I don't know. Wanna, I don't I'll see. All right. All right. I got to hear. I got to hear the other two because I don't love this. 
But, Michael uh, said it's six anyway now, so he just wanted to screw oh, her. Oh, right. it? All right, yeah. Harry, stop, stop cheating the system here. That's not, that's not the spirit like of Shark that Tank. Stat you gave though, Sal. I know it. You like that stat. I do until I don't like it. I think there are a couple of games where it's the same and I don't like it. But anyway, all right, I'll, I'll hear everybody else out. Uh, Parley Kid, say, I don't think I'm going to like this one. And, you know, you and no, I are well, going to be going back and forth Monday tomorrow. to figure this right. out too, but I do like everybody's picks this week. Um, yeah, so they, look, I, I looked at this. The thing is, Sal, mm-hmm. I feel like there's about – Six different combinations of teasers I could go with this week. Yeah, I know like that I think I like or uh, money line parlays. But I must. I'm just going to pick one game here. I'm going with the Steelers. Sal getting two and a half points. Actually, you know what? I'm going to take the Steelers on the money line here. Sal uh, plus one hundred eight. Uh, I believe uh, they're sitting at right now against uh, the Cleveland Browns. I think we saw a Browns team sell. I know they beat Cincinnati, and we all think Cincinnati is good. But I wasn't really overly impressed with the Browns' offense this week. The weather was bad, so they were 4 for 14 on third-down conversions. They turned the ball over twice. Right now, Conversely speaking, Pittsburgh got beat up by a really good 49ers team. Uh, I just uh, Tomlin, you know, he's a solid coach. He's a very good coach. I don't see him, his team laying a dud two games in a row. I don't see the Cleveland Browns playing two good games uh, in a row. So I'm basically just playing the percentages here. Steelers home, pumped up. I, I just uh, pick it's got to be better. The running games got will step up, I think, this week against that Browns team a little bit to ease the pressure off of Pickett, ease the pressure, you know, maybe – Hold uh, Miles Garrett at bay a little bit more with the running game. We do. Pittsburgh does need some type of receiver to step up, crying out loud. But Steelers, uh, Tomlin doesn't lose you know back to back games that often. Sal, we know that they get it done. I'll take them at plus one hundred eight here, Sal. I'll take yeah. Them. It's a it's a suspicious line. It really is. Like I thought the Steelers would wow. be favored. I thought these teams were about even going into the season, and they weren't look going to look into Week One that much with the Browns winning, uh, even though their offense wasn't <laughs> you know anything spectacular. Um, you got this going for your parlay kids. Since 2010, teams that lost by double digits in the opener have gone 51, 33, and three against the spread. That's uh, over yeah, and how 60%. Many, how many well, were there like well, for the I Giants? Like how many were there, Sal, this past yeah, weekend? Because I was thinking, a few, again, I, we talked about eight. this the other day. Yeah. But, like, yeah, if you just go all eight of those games. Well, I think you got to throw one out because the Texans and Colts play each other, right? And they oh. they they both fit that. And they're, so, and so six. Throw, so throw that, six. So, well, seven games, I think, now, right? So it's, uh, it's Seattle, Detroit, uh, Panthers over the Saints, Bengals over Baltimore. Steelers, as we mentioned, Giants, as we mentioned. Uh, oh, maybe you're right. Six. Yeah, because they counted Texans in the Indianapolis twice. And Bears over Tampa Bay. Yeah. So those would be the six that fit that. Yeah. But I don't know. You, no, you can't so go I, blindly by these Watt's trends. Watts going to be all over Watson, too. I, mm-hmm. Look, this is going to be Steelers defense going to put up big-time performance this week. So. You know what's Big weird time. about this? We'll talk. We'll get into this more tomorrow uh, or for Friday show on um, – Cousin Sal's winning weekend, but I think like um, Cleveland's lost 19 straight regular season games in Pittsburgh. They've won that playoff game, right? When they yeah. scored right. almost immediately, but that's a lot. That is a ton. Wow. 19 wow. years. That's uh, outside of the playoffs. It's crazy. It doesn't seem All right. right, but yeah. I guess All right, so. brother Bry. Uh, so we got Giants for Harry. We got Steelers for Parley Kid. Which way are you going? Yeah, uh, there's a lot uh, to choose from here this weekend, but I'm going to go Dolphins. It was two. Now it's uh, three. Mm-hmm. Three. It went to three, damn it. I mean, I guess I could buy the uh, two, and, two and a half at minus uh, 128, but I'll take the three at minus 105. Uh, look, right. can the Pats lose two straight at home to start the season? Sure, I think they can now, right? Um, even though I was kind of impressed with the Pats too, but Tua is 4-0 against the Pats. Uh, I just don't know how the Pats can match the Dolphins offense right now. Like, and uh, sure they won't be the chargers and the, they'll slow them down some, but too much speed from the Dolphins. And I think the Dolphins, you know, I, yes, I think, I think the Pats offense will be a little bit better. Uh, 
maybe than we've seen recently. But I, I think the Dolphins defense is also going to play a little bit better in this game as well because their their defense was kind of non-existent against the Chargers too. But I think they'll they'll be better against the Pats than they were against the Chargers. So I think this is the type of game. It's like 27-20, 27-17. Uh, I don't think it's overly high scoring, even though I think that the Dolphins can put up points at any time. But uh, Dolphins win this one, cover the three. You know, I think last week I, or last week yesterday's podcast, I said the Dolphins caught a break having to go to Gillette in September and not, you know, December, right? But I, I might, I might be reversing course on this. Oh, no. I really, I, yeah, I think so. I, I just, I mean, you know, as a parlay kid says, how many times does Tomlin lose twice in a row? I'm like, well, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Browns there because they're my team this year and it's a small number. So I have, I'm sorry, I have to go against you, parlay kid. But how many times does Belichick is he gonna lose at home? I mean, two home losses off the bat would be very bad for that Patriots team. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just hearing whispers about Patriots nine to one, the win the division and everything. And like, if you think about how chaotic that division is, and maybe we shouldn't sign off on the Dolphins scoring 40 every game. Yeah. yeah. That Chargers yeah, yeah, defense yeah. I don't think is just, they will. Yeah. yeah. I don't think yeah. they will, but yeah. Uh, crap. Do I have to go, Harry? Too? I have to go with Harry like... and the giants here. Uh, all right. That's what I'm <laughs> doing. Ever just, not taking doing. one sound. I don't think I've ever nope. not liked all three. I don't think I don't think that we've been doing this for years. And uh I'll have to go with Harry, minus five and a half. Yeah. Go ahead, Big Harry. Blue. Let's go. Yep. All right. That's sharp tank. Let's take another quick break and uh we'll be back to sign off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, so there you have it. I picked Harry Sharp Tank reluctantly. Giants minus five and a half. A lot of trends out there. Uh, like I, I told you, the team that, what did we say? The team that got blown out at 61% covering the spread. Um, mm. And there was another one. What the hell? What was the one I just said? I said something. Uh, I don't know. There was one for the Steelers and there was one for the Giants. So I, like, I can't even remember. I can't remember. I'm very, very excited. <laughs> I'm very, very excited about Cousin Sal's winning weekend. I went nine and nine. Not exactly a winning weekend. Uh, the Parlay Kid joins me. He has promised. Well, he's promised a few things. He's promised. Six and 12. He, six and 12. He promised <laughs> at least 10 and six. And then he also promised 12 and six. So really, uh, um, your guess is as good as mine. But that's going to be fun. That's Friday, 10 a.m. on Fan Duel. TV. Harry, we missing anything else? You got your cartoon pick? It's a cartoon pick. And I want to tell you, Sal, I, I told you, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Scott, my brother, was going to watch. He has the FanDuel TV uh, uh, channel at his uh, residence. I can't. That, that to me it just shocks me. And not nothing against <laughs> Amazing, FanDuel TV, right? but just take cable made its way to um, to Oswego, uh, New York. But go ahead. <laughs> he said, uh, he, he, he said, me and you did a great job. And he said, on Sunday morning, you did a Tremendous oh, job. Loved he watched it. Sunday too. He watched the watched wise Sunday guys. Too. That was yeah. before. Wow, he, look at that. That was before he found out how you did with your picks though. He's <laughs> like, what's this rat? He's like, what's this rat pick mean? <laughs> rat line. That's John. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a rat line. We're staying away from that. He's a character. Yeah. John Jastrzemski, Raheem Palmer, Joe house. That's Sunday pregame show 11 to 12. And then we stay on a little after on digital. That's on FanDuel TV. That's the wise guys. We break it all down. So that's going to do it for another episode of Against All Odds from Mikey Meatballs and the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na.